Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Been a busy week. Well, maybe not too busy, but, you know, decent amount going on with the new banner and all. Yeah. No, it has been a busy week, and... We've made things extra special by remembering 2020. I know, I know, we all want to move on. However, indulge us as we discuss our favorite heroes and other units from Fire Emblem Heroes that were released in 2020. And we will get to that shortly. But as always, we start with the banners running. And uh, Weekly Revival Banner 24 is running right now. Tempest Trial Focus goes until the 11th. Heroes with Draconic Aura goes into the 11th. Winter's Envoy goes into the 13th. New Year's of Fire and Ice goes into the 14th. Happy New Year goes into the 14th. A Festive Miracle goes until the 16th. Shared Purposes goes until the 27th. And finally, New Year Omega Special Heroes goes into the 31st. So plenty to summon on. I have uh, nothing to report. I did not summon and get anything of note but eddie you've you've done some diving what's going on well of course like uh, expected i was hopped into the new year's banner after uh getting my paycheck last week and ended up grabbing the valoria bundle so i could drop uh blue from that summoning uh and i can't remember exactly how long but i did actually get both plumeria and peony pretty quickly i did get a alphonse and Sharina on a ring with no green or colorless at one point, uh, since, you know, I wasn't really summoning blue. Um, then uh, I hopped into the Thracia banner that started, aiming for Sarah, because uh, that was a nice uh, new assist skill she had there. Um, and had a bit of a rough start, uh, like I said. Um, but that assist skill I was hoping to get to, so I could give one to Lissa. Uh, but I didn't get any uh, focus heroes or any heroes at all, five-star heroes, until... I was 37 summons in, uh, but on that ring, I got both Sarah and Deke, who I did not have previously uh, on that ring. Uh, he's not on the banner, but he was from one of the other banners. Um, I finished out the spark and ended up grabbing Ronin, because while I was hoping for an extra Sarah, I wasn't going to waste the spark on it. Uh, and I did that to keep blue out of the summoning pool on random banners. So just continue green and red after this banner ends. Nice. Uh, in yep, in my uh, planning to summon for those, I ended up grabbing the two uh, ticket bundles from the shop, uh, which was another four tickets for the W New Year's Heroes, and ended up getting a selfie off of those. Good stuff. So, yep. Yeah, looks like you you had a you had a good time while trying to get some new heroes, and uh, we are going to be talking about the new Thracia heroes very soon. Because um, there's no calendar, unless I missed it. There still isn't a calendar, and we are sitting here with nothing. We have nothing to show for. We have nothing to to look at of what's coming in the future. Did I? I didn't miss that, did I? Because I kept checking even before we started. Double checking now, and we got the newest one in here today, but we did not get a new calendar. Oh, wow. Unless it's snuck in somewhere that I missed it as well. Usually... I've uh, gone all the way back to the tap battle return there, so... Serene's Forest is always on top of it. So if they don't have it, I, I don't think it's a real thing. So uh, we will look forward to knowing what's going on next week. 
but uh, we do have uh, you. You had mentioned the new Resplendent hero that just arrived, but we also know yes. the next one. Yep, we got our first Resplendent hero 2021 as Eldigan showed up. Uh, but we also a couple days earlier we managed to get a tease about the next Resplendent hero, which will be young Tiki Tiki Dragon Scion. Uh, she is dressed in an outfit inspired by the Emblian Empire. So yeah, no, I think uh, this this trio I just resubbed, and the trio of um, Del is it Delthea? No, is that right? Anyways, the the current one that just ended, and then Eldigan and uh, and now Tiki. I think it uh, might have been Delthea. Yeah, yeah, it was a solid uh, solid three for me. So I'm. I'm sitting pretty resub to Fey Pass and three solid resplendent heroes coming my way or two, one more, I guess I already have two of the three, but you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm pretty stoked about this rotation. No duds for me, but, uh, you know, the Tiki ones, I think, I think she's a character that could have done with an upgrade. Um, I don't think her original, I can't remember actually what her original art looks like, to be honest. So. I don't I don't know. Do you end up using these characters or you just like see them from time to time? You're like, oh, that's neat. I see them from time to time. If they're the three to, a three to four star hero, I'll see them in uh, summoning randomly. Uh, but I don't usually pull them out of the, you know, out just because they got a resplendent version. Mm-hmm. No, oh, I think we're in the same boat then. Um, let's chat about these new heroes because I am looking forward to, uh, learning a bit more about all these because they're all from Thracia 77776, which is a game we have not played. That should not surprise anybody because we have said it, A, we said it before, and B, they were Japanese only. So please listen on as Eddie and I silently wish for a proper remake of these Japanese only games. Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned in Discord, there was that leak, uh, that, is probably false. We won't know for till tomorrow. Uh, although the fact that we haven't even gotten a hint of a Nintendo Direct coming tomorrow suggests that uh, further suggests that it is a false leak um, that indicated that the next one would be a Tellius game. But I'm still hoping we'll get Genealogy. You know, and I definitely want Genealogy before Thracia. Although I'll be fine if that they decide to do Thracia first, but. I would love to see some of these Japanese-only games brought over. Yeah, uh, I think there's precedent now that they've done Shadow Dragon, so I think we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, but, yep, on this banner we have uh, four more ones and a villain in the Grand Hero Battle. Uh, the first one from the banner is Asbel, the Windswept Youth. Uh, this young mage and friend of Leap is also said student and joins heroes as a Green Tome Infantry Unit. He wields his special tome from Thracia, the Graph Caliber, which accelerates his special cooldown by one and is effective against flying foes, while also granting plus five to the uh, combat stats, attack, defense, speed, and resistance, while neutralizing foes' bonuses during combat. Uh, but it only does those if he either if he initiates the combat or is within two spaces of an ally during combat. He does have a new skill in Speed Resistance Oath, which grants him speed plus re- speed and resistance plus five if he is not adjacent to an ally at the start of the turn. And that lasts for the entire turn. He has Moonbow, Tier 4 version of F- Fury, and no follow-up as his other skills. So, 
Now, I don't know if you saw this. There was a there was a post in the Discord about this character, and it was Phoenix Phoenix Masters video, just a short video, something about um, legendary Lind. Is I don't know what that was about. Do you know what that was about? Maybe, Maybe some because of this... they look similar. Maybe same voice actor or actress. I can't remember. I honestly don't know. I mean, his, I think his outfit kind of looks similar to one we've seen. Or not his outfit. His stance looks kind of similar to something we've seen, seen Lynn looking like in the past. I'm wondering if it had anything to do with skills. Uh, but I, I honestly don't know, to be honest. I, I, I'm, it, I, didn't even, I didn't even think to actually look it up. It's, just, it's something that popped into my popped into my head as i was thinking like what is this video even about like it's i have no clue really so <laughs> all right well uh I, we can we can move on made, made no sense to me either so <laughs> there we go we're on the same page I, I, we'll figure it out though we'll figure it out someone in discord will let us know um continuing onwards with this uh this train of unknowns for us at least we've got ronin villager of ease or is or eyes or whatever iz uh, Ronan is a hunter from a small Thracian village called Iz. He's an earnest hero who believes in doing the right thing. Ronan is a blue bow infantry wielding in- indignant bow, effective against flying foes, grants resistance plus three. If foe initiates combat or if foe's HP is equal to 100%, a start at turn, grants attack plus six to unit and attacks or inflicts attack minus six on foe during combat and neutralizes penalties to units attack and bonuses to foe's attack from skills like fortify rally etc during combat he has a new skill in the a slot called swift stance three if foe initiates combat grants speed plus or speed slash resistance plus six to unit during combat and inflicts special cooldown charge minus one on foe per attack only the highest value is applied does not stack Rounding out his kit is Rally Speed slash Resistance Plus as an assist and Joint Drive Speed in the C slot. So yeah. Um, so that's a new skill in that it's a Tier 4 version of a skill, right? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, probably. If that's what it looks like. Um, yeah. Swiss Dance 3? It must be. I, I, I've, it sounds familiar. I believe it's been done before. So let's, I'm pretty sure Swiss Dance is one that we've had. I think pass. so. I was gonna here. I'll look it up here. Uh, it sounds right. I think Swiss Dance Two sounds super duper familiar. Yeah, and usually those multi skill things like that or whatever extra special yeah so things have. Uh... Swiss Dance Two is a is a skill that is on Spring Sharina and Ewan, so not yep. uh, not. Not a lot of units, but this is the upgraded skill, so that's good. So not not that great. Definitely a definitely a, a tier. I don't even. Would you consider it a tier four skill? I guess it kind of is, right? Well, you have to have warning stance one to um, maybe a different. Maybe there are two options, but you have to have at least warning stance one uh, to have, and then to get swift stance one. I think warning stance and whatever the speed version are mm-hmm. um, are required. Uh, let me see. Doesn't really show what the previous requirements are on here. Um, but sorry, give me a second. I got running in here somewhere. 
Okay, in order to get Swift Stance 1, yeah, you have to have Darting Stance or Warding Stance, the Speed or Resistance versions. So that makes Swift Stance 1 a Tier 2 skill. Tier 3 would be Swift Stance 2, and Tier 4 would be Swift Stance 3. What about Miranda? Good old Miranda. What's she up to? Yes, Miranda, the Willful Princess. Miranda met Leaf when her father sheltered him from Grand while Granville hunted him, and is bitter towards him for Granville killing her father and taking her hostage when they realized Leaf ha- had been hiding out in Ulster. Uh, she now joins Heroes as a Red Tome Infantry Unit in the four-star unit on the banner. She does have a new, or does not have a new weapon. Uh, she has the same weapon as Ewan uh, with the Rod or Serpent, which, if she initiates combat, it grants her speed defense plus six against ranged units. Uh, essentially, bow, dagger, magic, and staff units. Uh, she does not actually come with a new skill uh, called Seal Attack Res, uh, which at tier three inflicts attack resistance minus five on enemies through their next action after combat. She also has Ardent Sacrifice and Speed Res Gap with, um, as far as I can tell, uh, it may just not have been fully updated. Um, Ardent Sacrifice is the only one that you can get at four stars, uh, but it could just be they hadn't fully properly updated on which ones are unlockable at four stars on her on Game Press when I looked. So I saw in the subreddit for Fire Emblem Heroes that... Um... One of the there was a character that had been brought over from an older game, and it was like a really well done transition, and you know acknowledging all of their power. And I think it might have been Erica, I can't remember, but I remember seeing mm-hmm. sort of the Thracia unit for Miranda, and it was like she was this um, character on, you know, she was a cavalry unit. She had a giant shield book magic thing, and. Um, I think they might have they might have ported over an earlier version of Miranda, or maybe they were making a comment. I don't know. It just looked interesting because uh, it, it was uh, it's funny sometimes, like having no context for where these characters come from, and then just seeing you know fans of the game kind of address some concerns or just poke fun at, at what's been done. It's uh, yeah, it feels like you belong. I don't know. It, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting, and once again, hopefully they'll eventually make a Echoes version of. Thracia. Oh, um, I hope so. Because I would like to play all the games. Next up, we have Sarah, Lady of Lopter. Great. Okay, so they're missing a vowel in there, I think. Unless the R is silent well, or the T is silent. or. If you ask um, Fallen Julia, uh, Loptus is missing a vowel there, too. Yeah, of course. That just seems to be the thing. Uh, well, Lady of Lopter, that's what we're going to say. It's probably wrong, but that's what I'm going to say. Uh, Sarah once lived among the members of the Lopter Church, but after encountering Leif, she took an interest in him and decided to join him in his adventures. And that was where Sarah proved to be a phenomenally talented mage well beyond her years. In fact, I've been told that there's a special magical staff that only she can use. And hopefully this is what she's wielding, because that sounds pretty powerful. Um, Sarah is a colorless staff infantry unit wielding Kia's staff which calculates damage from staff like other weapons. Start a turn if penalty is active on all, or sorry, on an, on, on an ally within four spaces of unit, excluding unit, grants attack slash speed plus six to ally with the lowest HP among them for one turn and neutralizes any penalty on that ally. If penalty is not active on any ally within four spaces of target, targets ally with the lowest HP among them instead. 
She has a new assist skill called Return Plus. Range 1 restores HP equal to 50% of unit's attack, minimum of 8 HP, to target ally and target ally moves to opposite side of unit. Ally cannot move to the target space. If another ally or foe is occupying that space, ally will not move. Using this skill has no effect on special cooldown charge and unit does not gain XP or SP. The skill is treated as a movement skill only when movement takes place. Now rounding out her kit is attack slash speed push 4 in the A slot, dazzling staff 3 in the B slot, and joint drive resistance in the C slot. So uh, Sarah is the new healer of the bunch. and Yeah, and quite a powerful healer. Yeah, I was just going to say, she seems pretty powerful. Like, usually when we get a healer, that's why I was kind of, like, double-checking on um, on Miranda, because usually it's the healer that gets the four-star treatment, but it really seems like yep. they've switched things up here. Yep, that new combo uh, attack or heal move skill, and that special staff that automatically buffs an a- any ally or an ally within four spaces of her by attack speed plus six, uh, focusing first on allies who have you know been debuffed already um is are both really nice uh she does have that weird little quirk um can't remember who it was but there was another unit uh that had come with a special staff uh or healing skill uh where it doesn't give her any experience so when you pick her up you want to drop her uh healing skill down either spend gems to level her or drop her healing skill down a couple notches until you can get her an attack skill, because even at 5-star, she does not come with any attack skill already. Uh, so when leveling her, you got to make sure you lower her a little bit first before you can, so you can get her attack skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nice, powerful, uh, built-in counter-attack uh, denier with Dazzling Staff there. Uh, you know, the other one is built into the staff, so... Quite a nice kit with her, and quite powerful. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I hadn't realized uh, until we sort of prepped for the show that she was she was kind of a, a powerful healer unit. And if you're looking for a healer to kind of help out with uh, Tempest Trials and other like long distance marathon modes, she sounds like she's a good fit in terms of being able to kind of move people out of heal them and move them out of danger. But I guess the yep. the catch there is that if you move a character to the opposite side of a healer. You now kind of open up your healer to uh, to some damage, but that depends on the range of the enemy. If they're like on the edge of the combat range, that's still useful. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're playing your cards right, I think you're fine. But so. that's a yeah interesting new unit there. Yeah. Quite a nice one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, in short, I actually had asked uh, Nero in Opera. Uh, I think it was Opera. Yeah. Who are the our resident? Uh, genealogy and Thracia uh character or fans in the discord um what's the difference between lopter and loptus because julia mentions loptus in her fallen julia mentions loptus um and so he gave a little bit of an explanation apparently it is you know lopter is a the lopter church is a cult following the evil dragon but she as you said grew up there and didn't really wasn't really part of the church per se, or not bought in to the church. Like our final hero, the Grand Hero Battle unit, Veld, Manfrey's Rock. 
Veld is the final boss of Thracia 776, and uh, as I was hinting, he is actually the bishop of the Church of Lopter. Uh, and he joins in the Grand Hero Battle as a Red Tome Infantry Unit. He wields Petrify, which gives him resistance plus three. And at the start of turns one through five, it debuffs foes with the lowest of a specific stat by attack speed plus seven, as well as also inflicting those that unit with um, the gravity debuff, which is the one that allows them only to move one, unit, one space, uh, no matter what their normal movement would be. Uh, the stat it compares uh, or it uses uh, changes per turn in order from turns 1 through 5 of HP, attack, speed, defense, and then res. Uh, he has no new skills, but def- does have glacies, chill res, and res opening. So. Nice. Yeah, I'll... Um, this is one of those characters that I just... I don't know have no real interest in but um he looks pretty cool i mean he looks he, actually he looks like a like he a standard evil, fire emblem <laughs> sorceress bad guy i guess yeah he's yeah, got, he looks like a standard fire emblem evil sorcerer yeah he's even got like the dead funny. eyes fire emblem does always do kind of uh much of a call it typical or standard cookie cutter designs for good slash bad guys even your uh Dark casters, you can tell they're good when they're good. Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. Noel, he's a dark shaman, but you can tell he's not evil. No, for sure. The Fire Emblem loves its mustache-twirling villains. Although they did change out a little in Three Houses, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, you know... Although, technically, they do still have their mustache-twirling villains. No doubt. Yeah, it, yeah. It's just one of those things where it, it, it's uh, it's early Fire Emblem stuff, uh, like early on that they really do get into the this is the this is the evil sorcerer, this is the evil king, this is the evil dragon guy, and it's um they they've got a type we'll say. Well, uh, that is our Thracia seventy seven six heroes that were added into the game just recently, and um. There you go, folks. You got another set. Uh, now tuck in, because I'm sure it's going to take a while for more to come. But um, we'll get there together. But until that time, we have an opportunity to look back at 2020 and choose, uh, discuss some of our favorite heroes. We were, we uh, made a point uh, yesterday, or yesterday, last episode, when we were planning this, that we wanted to be positive. We wanted to focus on our favorite units, so there's no, like, worst mode or stupidest update. Not that anyone had a category like that, but um, we're going to go through uh, new heroes, special heroes, legendary slash mythic heroes, resplendent heroes, and free heroes. So uh, those are the categories, and we're going to kick things off with new heroes. Eddie, I want to know, what was your favorite new hero from 2020? Okay, well, there was a good part of me that wanted to pick Annette, because Annette and Ingrid were the two that caught my eye in my first playthrough of Three Houses. Uh, But with the version she got here in Faye, I couldn't quite, uh, you know, give her the favorite hero of the year. Uh, So she shared an honorable mention for me with Tsubasa in her rocket horse. Mm. Uh, And I had to give Bernie the win for that hero, because I felt, you know, it just really exemplified Bernie from that game. It was another early favorite of mine in Three Houses. Yeah, no, she was great. 
I think um, your mention of Subasa is is really is spot on because I also felt like Subasa was 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 a great sort of addition. She was an honorable mention for me. Um, I could not ignore the fact that they added Tokyo Mirage Sessions characters to this game and also gave us a rocket horse, so that deserves the nod. Um, my favorite new hero when I went through all the heroes that came out in 2020. The one that kind of stood out was we finally, this is the year of the, the Anna alts because this is the first time we've gotten Anna characters added into the game. Now, we did get um, a New Year's Anna, but the one I'm talking about here with New Heroes was Anna Secret Seller, which was the Awakening Anna, I believe. Um, and yeah, I just it was really nice to see them start pulling from what is an obviously easy vine with uh, just all the different Annas we've had in the Fire Emblem franchise, and they finally... And I might be wrong. Maybe it's not Awakening. Maybe it's... um, Maybe it's the character from Shadow Dragon. Am I wrong in that? I just I just caught myself there. I think it's Shadow Dragon. But, um, Anna? The new version of Anna? Yeah, the Anna... The Anna, um... um secret Seller. Who did she come with? She was considered part of that banner. I can't yeah. remember who she came with. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying. I wish there was an easy way to to do it on the Meet the Heroes site. The Meet the Meet the Heroes site is really good for looking at at the new new heroes, the the heroes that have just been added to the game. But as soon as you try to look at other heroes that were added previous to the past month, it's like they get they get sucked into the vortex of all the other heroes, and it's very hard to. There's not even. I don't even think you can search by uh, by by hero Doesn't name. Look like she's Shadow Dragon. I'm just having to scroll through and try and keep an eye out for her. Yeah. So, so Anna uh, Secret and Seller. Yeah, from Discord, um, we didn't get many responses, but um, Opera let us know that on Two Lords Without Swords, they did a uh, Fair Awards episode in their unit of the year, uh, which would probably be their favorite hero. Uh, they didn't really break it down, but I think both of these qualify under new heroes. Uh, was Mini Marth and Brave Dimitri? Although Mini Marth might be a special hero, but I think they didn't break it down as heavily as we did. No, I think Mini Marth was a special hero. Yeah, I was gonna say Mini Marth. I think now that I think about it, is a special hero. But... Yeah, I liked Mini Marth. Mini Marth was pretty good. Um, yeah. yeah, thank you so much for the two lords without swords for for throwing their hat into the ring. Um, I wonder how long they discuss their favorite heroes, like in terms of just having one category. I figured we put six categories, but so we could, you know, have a more of a longer conversation. But um, yeah, but I think they also were doing a lot more than just um, heroes, like we're doing here. So true, that's true. Uh, well, let's move into special heroes, and and obviously this one is it like Aunt Secret Solar Anna was awakening, by the way. Oh, oh was it? <laughs> yeah. Because it's funny, because I'm like flopping back and forth, and I finally, I, I, I thought for some reason it was Shadow Dragon, but no, Awakening sounds sounds much, yeah, so that makes sense. Um, with special heroes, I, uh, I'm gonna shock everybody in that I did not pick Linja as my main pick. She was the runner up, and and honestly, not to not to foreshadow, well, foreshadow a little bit here. The reason we have honorable mentions, like Eddie and I didn't discuss having honorable mentions. It was just. Let's talk about our favorites. I have honorable mentions because Lynn was not my pick in in the various categories. She was always my runner up because I was like, she's you know, Lynn just 
Linda's good because she's a she's a, a a new special version of Lynn, and she's a ninja now, which is fantastic, and she's hanging out with Florina, which is great. Um, but not like a unit that just you know blew me away. The special hero that I was that came to mind almost right away was the um was the special hero Paula sisterly trio, which gave us our first triple hero, Katria and Est and Paula. And having all three of those characters, the the Pegasus sisters together to um to be part of the, the special thirtieth anniversary banner was really was really something that was really special. Uh, I and, and again like our first hero that kind of breaks the mold of the duo. Although Est is like they're younger versions of themselves, so Est is practically yeah, a toddler. They, they were the same banner as Mini Marth, so this was Mini Pala and Catri mm-hmm. and Est. Yeah. I love the concept of that banner and the from those heroes they were all really good like even the Minerva the young Minerva that was that was part of that sort of timeline uh was really cool but I chose Paula cuz I I really dug the the three sister uh hero I thought that was a nice touch Yeah Uh for me there were plenty of nice ones this year but I have to go with my personal favorite as I mentioned before Ingrid and uh, Net were the two that really caught my eye early on in my, uh, what should I call it, blue house run, whatever, uh, in my three houses first run. Uh, so I have to give it to Summer Ingrid as my favorite special hero. Uh, but yeah, definitely give an honorable mention to Linja because that was kind of cool, if illogical, but with the um, ground or horse unit riding the Pegasus while the Pegasus unit hovered behind her or hung onto the tail or something uh and winter bernie got uh another honorable mention for me because dropping that house was just kind of fun yeah <laughs> yeah i did Taking like that, that, uh, that touch. <laughs> the fact that she drops a magic house on top of her and not on top of her enemy like you, well, you yeah, know she, she's the shut-in so she's getting herself where she feels comfortable true but if you have the ability to drop a house on your enemy Seems like the way to go, to be honest. Um, good stuff. Well, uh, this next category, I think, was a little tougher for me, only because there is less heroes to choose from. There's only 12, and this is the legendary slash mythic. More than 12 this year, but... Okay, yes. <laughs> I just I said it, it escaped my mouth, and I was like, let's just move on. And then I thought, oh, no, wait, no, there was definitely more than 12, because we had... This was the one year that we had, what, the the one extra one? Is that right? So, technically, we always have 13 normally. Okay. And then this year, uh, with Mirabilis, they added in an extra one there. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, they added another extra one on the November banner with both Triandra and Freya. So, they actually had two extra ones than we normally have. But we well. usually have the free one at the beginning of December. Uh, the one at the end of December, and then one more throughout the year, but they added an extra one on a normal banner in June and doubled up in November. Well, at so. least I remembered there's 12 months in the year, so I think that's pretty good considering the week we've had. <laughs> uh, but yes, you're right. There are more than 12 um, legendary mythic heroes to choose from and i, w- I want to know since you're aware of how many there were and i'm not what was your favorite uh legendary slash mythic this uh, this past well, year yep yeah, as 
discussing the number of heroes, we pointed out that like all the extra heroes were original character units. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of heavy. And while I liked some of them to some degree, I can't really give them favorite or even honorable mention. Uh, the honorable mention goes to Corin. Uh, when we got the Nor Noble Corin outfit there, um, I think it's really more for the outfit than the design of the hero or the other hero. Uh, but the top spot uh, once again goes to three houses with Dimitri winning it for me. Nice. So. Oh, that's good stuff. I think the the uh, legendary trio of uh, three houses lords obviously was expected in 2020 mm-hmm. with the success of of three houses. Although we um, don't have all of them yet. We don't have all of them. What are we? We're missing Claude, aren't we? Yep, we don't or have Claude. legendary Claude. We have regular and brave Claude, but not legendary. Claude. Why do I feel like Claude? I could have sworn Claude was one of them. He's not. Man. No, we have Brave Claude. That might be the one you're thinking of. No, for like, some the last reason. Dinner, a number of people were getting confused as to which version of Edelgard was there. Yeah. we Okay, we do have a legendary Edelgard, though, right? I didn't make that mistake. Yes. <laughs> we do have legendary Edelgard. Okay, well, if I remember it's a legendary version. I can't remember if it's Flame or Addressing Empire Emperor. That's the legendary version. I think Flame is the... I think it, I copied right from the notes, so I got that right. Okay. Um, I could have sworn we have a we had a legendary Claude, but the fact that we don't is, um, hey, fix that, 2021. Let's do this. I chose Edelgard, Flame Emperor, which is the legendary, um, the other legendary Three Houses Lord. And mostly she made the list because, A, um, when I played Three Houses, that was my playthrough, was uh, Black Eagle. And um, also, she has stuck around in my in my top four heroes, my rotation, my normal rotation when I'm doing content. So, and she's badass. Like she can, she is the sort of if she in special conditions, like if she attacks and she's on her own, she can move two spaces instead of one as an armored unit. But also, when she attacks, and I think it's she does. A cer- I don't know how much like damage she has to do, but I think as long as she's alone, she attacks someone, she can go like, a second time, and that's proven very valuable for me when i'm trying to clear content so that... oh, yeah. all the, all the edelgards have been nice and powerful um and good good design just i couldn't quite give it to edelgard over dimitri for me i don't think i have dimitri that's probably why i'm just over here being bitter that's what it is <laughs> uh my backup was mila goddess of love and only because of her rad artwork like i said it was very tough to pick runners up for characters i had and i I really loved her artwork. It kind of reminded me of old school Final Fantasy concept art. And they really captured sort of that feel of um, the, uh, what was it? Um, Shadows of Valentia, but it felt like they were pulling from the original game, not necessarily uh, Echoes. Mm-hmm. So I really dug that that look and feel. And plus she has like weird like claws when she turns, when she attacks, which is really awkward and scary. So Felt if someone didn't yeah. mention her, we'd get in trouble. So I wanted to <laughs> throw that out there. Okay. Yeah. No, I, it was a tough one for me to pick a runner up there. And I guess uh, I guess I, I made it. Um, moving into the next category, we have our resplendent heroes. Now, this was our first year. 2020 was the first year we had resplendent heroes. And um, so all the characters we were able to choose from, a, a good majority of them came out in 2020. There's only a couple of, as of this recording, that are 2021. And yeah, one, one, 
Well, well, yeah, one. Uh, you are correct. And uh, we're going to talk about our favorite resplendent hero. And as I mentioned earlier, you'd think, oh, well, this is an easy one for Ryan. The first one that came out was Lynn. Uh, I put her as a runner-up mostly because Ellie Wood got the, got the edge on her because Ellie Wood's um, resplendent hero fixed a core issue that in the game that's been around since the since the app launched which was ellie wood's original art was yeah not my favorite so the fact that they fixed that they gave him a, a resplendent version in his asker garb and it's you know it's different enough that it clearly screams asker but it's similar enough to what he could look like in the game that it kind of fits so it feels like a like a nice bump up in terms of design but that was that was sort of my rundown for it. I I could not give it to Lynn because Elliewood was just such a, in my opinion, such a great fix for an issue that I've had with the game since its launch. Um, so, so yeah, I mean to call it a fix is a little rough because I mean that's the thing about a game like this and the fact that they tend to try and get lots of different artists in is that not every art style works for you, and there might be some people who like the old Elliewood art style. Oh yeah. For sure, yeah, it's no. It's, to me and, these are my. Definitely was not me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he but, definitely earns an honorable mention for the best glow up. Although he might be tied with Cordelia on the best glow up there. Oh, uh, Cordelia! Both of them get honorable mentions for their updated art style, and maybe Lucina doesn't get anywhere near the podium. Uh, but uh, I mention her because I'm going to have to give my favorite resplendent outfit to Erica, one of the other fairies fairy outfits. Uh, that splash of color that she got in there really works um, for her uh, to me. Um, I guess a third uh, honorable mention would be Sita. I thought that Sita's resplendent outfit looked, the color differences looked really nice for her. Yeah. But, yeah, it's important to remember, you know, these are our personal sort of picks and stuff. So yeah, when I say Elliewood's art was fixed that's definitely my opinion and i know there there has to be people out there that like the original Hollywood art just like they probably like the original gunter art um it's that's you man hey go that's good i don't you recall do having as much of an issue with the original gunter art which is still there but <laughs> i'm just i was trying to think of another one that it's sort of like i see and i'm like hmm no <laughs> i think it's funny there's some of the three houses ones that when i see their young versions i'm like that's there's just something about this design that makes them look you know 12 instead of the 18 to 20 that they're supposed to be yeah yeah well that is uh yeah yeah um well let's wrap things up with our final category which is the free heroes category this can be tempest trials or grand hero battle units um eddie what did you end up going with so yeah, this category was a bit tougher to, for me because it's a lot of villains, like, you know, Flame Emperor sitting there. No spoilers with the le- legendary heroes. Uh, <laughs> you know, and other uh, characters that often don't really interest me. Uh, so for me, you know, mostly hung out with the Tempest Trial units and ended up coming down to Itsuki and Felix. Uh, I think Itsuki edges it out for me with his positive attitude and my time with him in Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Uh, Although I just finished up Felix uh, on the most recent Tempest Trials and got his level 40 quote, and I thought it was perfect how he talks about how, you know, he doesn't know which is worse, wasting the time participating in the festival or actually enjoying his time 
in the festival. So mm-hmm. I think that fits Felix to a T. No, I lo- I remember that worked really well when I when I saw his uh, his level forty speech. I thought that was really good. Um, I I picked a, Itsuki finding a path for my pick, my my number one pick for free heroes. I just felt like. I didn't get a lot of Tokyo. I didn't get any Tokyo Mirage Sessions characters until uh, we got the free Asuki. And also, I hadn't played the game and, and haven't yet still. And I just, it was a great way to live, to experience those characters through this game. Um, so I picked Itsuki. He seemed to be the most, uh, well, he was definitely the most accessible hero from that banner because he was free. But uh, I, yeah, I really dug it. I, I thought he was really cool, and he's different from any of the. Not only is he different from all the other characters that were produced for Tokyo Mirage Sessions because they're all very unique. He's completely different from all the other characters, maybe outside of some of the Resplendent characters we've gotten. But he definitely stands out from the rest of the heroes that are in Fire Emblem Heroes. Yeah. Uh, so I put him forward. Yeah. You're hoping we'll get another Mirage Sessions banner at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would love a another one. More they could, I think they could do at least one more. And if they really want it, I think there's some alternate outfits you could throw them into for later ones. But yeah. It'd be really interesting to see them do at least one more banner for that, for that game. Oh, yeah. I think just to kind of. Right. Unless they do a sequel to the game, I definitely think they can't really go much further behind, beyond one banner a year. Yeah. If that. Yeah. I feel you on that. Uh, my runner-up was uh, Hana, the Focus Ninja. So, gosh, I'm trying to remember. I know she was Tempest Trials, and I'm trying to remember if she was the Halloween character. Why am I spacing? Uh, she was the, not Halloween, it was the same Which one I, that Linja was part of. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, I could I had two guesses. The Ninja Banner? For some reason, I went Halloween. And I'm like, she's got Ninja in the name, guys. Come on. Uh, yeah, so no, I, I really liked her because she had the sort of the dual axe, um, you know, uh, style and both the axes are very, are of different designs. So I really, I really liked sort of her look and her axes were real nice. I think, um, uh, Levitane's axes were pretty cool too. So yeah, yeah, no, that whole banner had a lot of good style and I think, from the like honestly the i think lynn was probably the weakest of the bunch in terms of she still had a lot of style don't get me wrong but i feel like she was you know the weakest of the bunch from that banner to in terms of style but it was a very stylish banner so um and, and yet linda was your um favorite special hero i had hmm. to i mean come on it'd be, like <laughs> even if they like if they had like a really like forced, I mean, at this point we are at the point where any new special or alt heroes for Lynn are going to be forced. Cause there's so many of her. Um, I had to give her the nod because obviously, uh, Lynn's one of my favorite characters. So, but, uh, yeah. All right. Aside from fates, really all special units are kind of forced, you know? Yeah. I just mean like if I, you're producing your eighth version of Lynn, like you've kind of true, gone through true. the really There's the good... fact that there's eight versions, but like I think Fates is the only one that had a beach, you know uh I think Awakening had a beach add on. A, add-on. a Maybe beach add on as well. I can't remember it, but I know I didn't definitely play any remember of the, the Fates one. Yeah. Though no, I think you're right that Awakening because I think it recalled the Tharja outfit that was <laughs> censored for no reason. Yeah, the Tharja, uh, the you the know, Nintendo America drape. Yeah, <laughs> you can't show a bikini even though it actually covers everything. Yeah, well, I mean bikini bottom. 
just they got to patch in additional clothing. That's what Nintendo does, or at least did. Yep. Um, they've gotten better about it lately. But uh, yeah, that are that is our rundown of our favorite units of 2020. Um, we got a little explanation there as well as to our picks. But if you still want to share your picks, certainly hit us up on the Discord or email at the end of the show. We'll give all those deets. But before we do go, we're going to just, you know, dip our toes in the Outrun gate. We're not doing Game Club this week, but we are returning next week. And Eddie, what are we doing next week with Game Club? I will be starting our Three Houses run of the uh, yellow uh, cloud route. I forget what it's called. Verdant Wind, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Starting Three Houses, and we'll be running through the uh, end of the first true mission, um, which would be when you chase down the bandits from the opening battle. so that's month two or three. I can't remember exactly where. Um, me and Ryan are both playing to play in New Game Plus, but if you're going to play with us, feel free to start fresh if you want. Uh, just gives us a little bit of you know boost and less things to have to worry about while we're playing through, especially if we're running tight near the end of one week or another. We don't have to worry about upgrading things in the on the statues and all. Yeah. And gives us an opportunity to recruit some extra characters that we may have had. Um, so we might be experiencing some additional content that you might not get or get around to yeah, as early um, as we are. If but... you did play through with play with us, play through um, the, 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 the Ash and Wolves house, we'll be able to access the uh, underground in our games now. So we'll be able to recruit them as well in here. So that'll Sweet. be nice. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a long, t- well, I shouldn't say it's been a long time, but it's been a while since we've played Three Houses, and I'm looking forward to jumping back in. So we will be returning uh, next episode with Three Houses, uh, Claude Route, um, and we will be playing until the uh, playing through the first mission, the Bandit Chasing. So look forward. That's not the chapter name. That's just how Eddie is. No, described. I forget the exact names of the. Chapters that's, off the top of my head, but that's that's for that's for that's next week's problem. We we can learn that stuff next week. Uh, but we I'm looking forward to jumping back in. We're going to talk about three houses next week, as well as whatever Fire Emblem Heroes decides to throw at us. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. You can visit us on the web gamersinpodcast.com/slash fay. Email the show fay at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel and the Gamers in Discord. We've been talking about it all episode. Check that out at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Drowfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In show updates. Be sure to check out serenesforest.net, our go-to resource for Fire Emblem news and information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week, and happy summoning. <laughs>